Welcome to another 10-minute commute. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and I'm so excited that you're back listening to us here on Behind the Grind. As you know, this is a 10-minute uh, conversation that I have with you each week that we just give you an opportunity on your commute. Literally, you could be on your commute. We get a chance to share and dialogue with you. Or it just may be your opportunity just to listen in and tap in. But the ultimate result of this uh, 10-minute commute is to prepare you or give you some inspiration, encouragement on your journey, whatever that journey may be. Well, today I want to bring in a topic and I want to talk about um, two L words, right? I want to talk about the, the L word that many of us know called love. And I want to talk about the L word called loneliness. And uh, if you stick with me for this 10 minutes, you'll get where I'm going with this. Loneliness and love, two words uh, that one we hear a lot of. We always hear people talking about love. We understand the magnitude of love, the power of love uh, on the surface level, right? Uh, but we don't talk about loneliness, right? We talk about love, but we don't talk about loneliness. A little more deeper type of word. Loneliness is something that many people struggle with. You know, whether they're introverted, extroverted, loneliness does show its head. And what I'm realizing being in a place like New York City, it's a very crowded, busy uh, city. And there's so many people. And I thought to myself, there has to be people that at times might, can never feel lonely, right? I, I was thinking to myself, there's no way in a place like this could you feel lonely, could you feel by yourself? But when you really scale it back and you deep, get deep under the surface, you realize in a place like this, it is very easy to possibly be lonely, right? Or possibly feel detached from the rest of the world or feel like no one cares about you, especially in a place that has so many people. And I'm just, you know, kind of just thinking through my head, could that really be? You know, some people need to feel people's touch, people's interactions and what the pandemic uh, brought out in most of us is there's a group of people that need to feel that interaction. They're, they're driven to have interactions with people on a regular basis. And the moment we had the pandemic uh, snatched away from those individuals, uh, it was a struggle. Then there's another group of people that can function without actually being um, around people, right? They're able to function in solitude. They're able to function um, when they need to. They, they peek their head out kind of like that turtle and, and see people when they need to, but they're good if they don't have to, you know? And so the pandemic may have allowed those individuals to be able to get more comfortable in this state. But now we're in the intersection of the two worlds where the world is opening up and there's a conflict, right? We've got the conflict of individuals who want to stay kind of uh, away from people in the aspect, not that they don't love people, but they like to function a little bit away from people. And so now it's been raised in a lot of cases and a lot of corporations where employees are thinking, hey, why can't I do the work that I've am doing? Why can't I do that away from the corporate office, away from people and be able to function in this way? I'm easy. It's easy if you need to get a hold of me to use Teams or we can email or we can a Zoom call. I can talk to you if I need to, but I don't need to just stay in your presence. 
And then there's another group of people, which is traditionally executives and team leaders who have egos. Let's just be real. They have egos to want everybody to get back into the office. These are people that are probably more outgoing and they want to see the interaction. They want people to, 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 to come. But a lot of it is not for the sake of team, because the truth of the matter is there has been studies that show that a lot of of companies have been more productive in this state of working from home, but yet uh, leaders and different individuals want individuals to come back because it's what they're familiar with. It's cor- it's camaraderie. It's 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 being able to walk the the, the the aisles, walk the different things, walk through and see people and lay their eyes on people. And there's a need for that that they want to experience. Now, neither one is right or wrong, but it's a reality that the pandemic shared with us that there is a a, 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 a exposure that everybody is not designed the same. And so I want to say that because I, I talked about love and love and how it's expressed to one individual could be completely different in how it is received by another individual, right? And, and so I'm thinking about a place like New York City, you know, the hustle, the bustle, people coming and going, so many people, eight million and a half people live in this 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 condensed space. And I thought to myself coming here, wow, there's no way in the world coming to a place like this, you're, you're close, everything is tight. There's no way in the world that a person could ever feel lonely in a place like New York City, right? There's no way you could feel lonely. But I want to pose that question. Is it possible to be in a place like this and still be lonely? I think it's possible. Why? If you don't have this thing called love. When love is not experienced, when you're not feeling connected, if you're an individual that needs to feel connected and people to pay attention to you, it's possible to be in a place like this and struggle, right? And struggle with not feeling connected or struggle with it. But then there's a a group of people that can thrive and can move and can maneuver in an environment like this and do very well in a crowded city, almost as if they can blend in and move like nothing ever happened and don't need so much interaction. It's amazing. So obviously in a place like this, it can be uh, something that we really need to pay attention to about love. And I think that is the factor. I want to propose that love is the missing factor for a lot. So if you're a leader, uh, it's important. Now, of course, I'm not talking about uh, that that type of love, right? An intimate love that you, you share with your, your spouse or anything of that nature, but love of care, the care type of love, the love that you can share for those that you lead and be mindful, right? Those that you lead, be mindful. You know, some people that you're leading may not just need you to uh, tell them what to do all the time. Maybe they just need you to care, right? They may need you to care and that may be the motivation they need to produce and to be better, right? We need to check in as leaders on those that we lead, make sure that we are following up with them. It's possible that just a text, right? Just to let people know that you're thinking about them uh, could, could be powerful. You know, even though I'm not in your presence, I'm thinking about you. So that person who does not necessarily need to interact with you, if you're sending them a text, they'll be good, right? Just check in on them praying right even though someone may not even actually know that you're praying for them actually praying for them really taking time to place somebody on your mind and actually pray for them so there's a person that you're leading it could be a peer it could even be your boss praying for individuals to make sure that they are felt 
uh, covered and they feel loved. I think that's important. I think it's also important to pick up the phone, right? We're in a day and time where people don't pick up the phone. Picking up the phone and actually calling someone, yes, you may not talk to them every day. This may not be your call buddy, the person that you call all the time just to see, but periodically picking up the phone and just giving someone a call and again, letting them know that you care. I think we're in a very critical time right now. The pandemic, like I said, has exposed so much. It's not an effort to try to push yourself into someone's life, but it's all, it's all, it is an effort to make sure that you are sharing and letting people know that you care and being intentional about caring about other people and loving individuals, loving people. I think this is the closest nature that we can have to Christ, right? One thing that Christ really shared with us is he was able to care and love people. He was able to love people in all conditions, whether I love your uh, behavior. He may not love their behavior, but he did love the person. And because he loved the person, he may provide uh, things to help them to get out of that behavior and provide miracles to, 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 to untangle them and some things that they may have gotten into themselves. But the bottom line is that Jesus always used care. And so as a leader, as a person, as a husband, as a mother, as a father, as a friend, as a brother, as a sister, taking time to appreciate what God has put you in. He has sown you into to many families. Many of us are sown into families. And I think this pandemic really helped us to understand the importance of family. It's so how fragile we are right now. People are losing lives, right? So it's important that we be grateful for the individuals that are in our lives. If you have parents, making sure that we reach out to our parents if they're still alive. We have grandparents. Make sure we're reaching out to them. If we have children, we whoever we have, people around us, brothers and sisters, cousins, people we may not talk to, again, on the regular basis, but they are still family. I think this is a very critical time that we express the love of care. So again, this message is all over the place, I would say, but it's a fundamental lesson that I think all of us need, a, a word that we all need to hear. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit, of course. It is love. And I want to share with you in this time where people are going through so much, they've just come out of isolation, they've just come free. This is a time to share love like never before. You know, I'm traveling more and the truth of the matter is people are still on edge. People are still touchy. People are wearing masks. People aren't wearing masks. People are vaxxed. People are not vaxxed. People got all kinds of different things going on, but the, the number one thing that solves the problem, the number one thing that causes people to come out of what they're going through is this thing called love, paying attention to somebody, looking a person in the eye, letting them know that you love them. I think this thing will overcome this thing, this spirit, this thing that has come over our land that's got people panicking, people feeling lonely, people feeling scared, people in survival mode, all of these things, things, I think love will conquer it all. You know, that's all I have to share for you today. If you get more time, go and meditate on the fruits of the spirit. Galatians does a great job of helping us see the fruits of the spirit. Look at these fruits, apply them in your life. I think that's a good start. And today, Today's word was about love over loneliness.